You're listening to episode 225 of the Master Your Mind, Business, and Life podcast. I love the way that this week's guest ties nature into business and life. Julie Wolk is a business coach who helps hardworking women, coaches, consultants, and healers transform a business that drains them into a business that sustains them. In fact, she's a firm believer that if we step off of the obsessive productivity hamster wheel and tune into nature's rhythms, we can grow more sustainable lives, businesses, and even a better world. She helps her clients slow down, get super aligned, and create better boundaries and solid systems so that they can find more time, energy, and money in their business. As a lifelong nature freak, she has 20 years experience turning visions into reality, plus a chronic illness, a toddler, and a six-figure business despite the pandemic. So she's a total expert in streamlining, strategizing, and finding the simplest pathway forward. Before I introduce you to Julie, it's been a while since I have shared a review of the week, and I just love this one from Elle Perkins on Apple Podcasts. It reads, Lauren is interesting, relatable, and I always learn something. I love listening to this podcast when I walk. It's my favorite way to relax. Elle, seriously, your review made my entire day when I read it. Thank you so much for taking the time to rate and review the podcast. And of course, thank you for tuning in and turning up. If you'd like to have your review featured, share your five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or similar. And of course, while you're listening today, be sure to screenshot to share that you're listening. Throw that on Instagram stories, tag me in it, at MindBizLife, and let's start a conversation. I also love when you share the episode with a friend, as your shares have helped get this podcast in the homes, cars, and earbuds of people from over 150 countries around the world. So now that we've covered that, it's time to meet this week's guest. You know what to do. Tune in, turn it up, let's go. You're listening to Master Your Mind, Business and Life. Conversations with everyday world shifters, truth seekers, and rule breakers. Here's your host, Lauren Smith. Hi, Julie. Welcome to the show. I'm happy to have you joining me today. Thanks. I'm happy to be here, Lauren. When I read your bio and I read that you're a lifelong nature freak, you're a mama, you have a chronic illness, and you maintained a six-figure business despite the pandemic. I mean, whoo, you are doing the dang thing. So (laughs) tell me, was being an entrepreneur always part of your plan? Is this how, you know, 13-year-old Julie saw your life working out? No, 13-year-old Julie, I don't know. I think she wanted to be a fashion designer or something like that. Um, but I, I, you know, I mean, as I look back, I think I've always been, you know, I'm entrepreneurial in spirit. I'm a starter. I'm a gatherer. I like, I've always liked planning things and making events happen and bringing people together. Um, you know, I do a lot of group programs and retreats. So I've always had this, um, kind of initiator energy and I'm a Capricorn. And so I, I think it's part of my personality, but, um, No, it wasn't always, I don't even think I really understood about entrepreneurship until kind of later in life. The, the, the thread is really more around, uh, the nature piece and knowing like all of the work that I've done has some connection back to the earth. It started Mm -hmm. out as environmental advocacy. And then, um, after, after about 10 years of that was when I kind of entered into entrepreneurship, uh, started a nonprofit organization now about almost 15 years ago where we, our whole goal was to help people reconnect to the earth. And so 
um, that was the kind of first step in my entrepreneurial journey. And then I realized, oh yeah, this is, this is super fun to get to create our, my own thing around what I'm passionate about. Mm. And, you know, I've never really looked back since then. Oh man. Okay. There's a lot I want to pick apart first. Heck yeah to Capricorn energy. I'm a Capricorn as well, but I also love that you're so connected to the earth because Capricorn's an earth sign. So it kind of just like really balances that out. And I love that you were able to just kind of shift and see that, okay, there's a lot more to this than maybe the confined box that I thought it was. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's evolved. I mean, it, it, it's always played into my work in different ways. And so, you know, in my business now it's, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I bring people out into nature as part of the process of slowing down and reconnecting with themselves in order to create a business that's more aligned and more, uh, focused and streamlined and strategic. Well, I'm curious to know what else has nature kind of taught you about growing a business? So if you take them out to kind of slow down, what other lessons can we take away from nature? So many. Well, the primary, you know, one of the primary, one of the primary lessons is that in, so we live in this society that is telling us to go at an alarming rate and produce an insane amount and value us based on you know, how much we produce, how fast we go, how quickly we get it done. This is what's valued in our um, patriarchal corporate white supremacist society, frankly, like this is, mm. this is what has been ingrained um, for, you know, centuries. And so it's a, like, it's a, it's a definitely a, um, it's an illness in our society and, and it's a totally unnatural way of living, right? Like we are, we're, nature beings, we are animals, right? And so for us to be going at this rate and to be in constant production mode is completely unnatural. It's unhealthy for us. It's unhealthy for the planet. And so the, like the primary, I mean, there's so many lessons, but the primary one, it feels like the, the, the slowing down and honoring both the ebb and the flow of the natural cycle. So we obviously like running a business, it's not like you got to work at it. Right. I mean, it takes work to start and run a business. I'm never going to tell you it's not any work to do that, (laughs) but the, we have to, we have to balance the ebb and the flow, like in nature for every summer, there's a winter, you know, for every, um, day there's a night and we're all like day, day, day in this culture. And the, and we need to have night too. We need to have that resting time so that it can fuel the times when we do need to work hard. So, I mean, to me, that's like, there's so many lessons. That's, that's a big one that I can, that I'll start off with though. Oh, I think that's a really important one because that is, I mean, business aside, just humans in general, right? Like we are in that mode a lot. And Mm -hmm. where do you think it comes from that? Like, we just don't give ourselves the permission to slow down. Is that all society? Or do we also create these stories in our head based off of what we've been told in society that like, we're just not allowed to. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, I don't know, like, I don't know where the, the two meet, right. But we're, our culture is so much embedded in why we believe certain things. There's some things that are, you know, ancestral, um, you know, lineage based beliefs, but it, it, there's some, the reason largely like the reason that we continue to keep moving and add more and do more and offer more and overgive in our businesses and whatever it ends up looking like overworking is often because 
we, there's a worthiness thing at the core of it. It's like, I'm not worth anything as a human, unless I'm producing and giving and overdoing. And ultimately, I mean, that's, that is pushed on us by society that, you know, more is better. Um, but it, it ends up being this internal feeling of like, not enoughness, right. Mm-hmm. Or if not, I'm not, I'm not worthy. So I've got to, you know, pack more into my program or I've got to, um, you know, give more. And, and it, that's where, um, that's where the kind of internal, there is a lot of internal work to do around that, like claiming our own enoughness. Um, yeah. That's a huge, that is a huge layer in itself. And I never <laughs> thought of it in that way of like really digging deep and realizing like it, it's all attached to your worth. Like that's huge. It is pretty huge. Yeah. Some, yeah. I was just talking to a therapist friend about that last night and she actually, we were talking about this very thing and she, um, yeah, she was, we, she was saying, you know, ultimately is it all of our main core wounds? She said, come, come down to some, something around worthiness. Um, mm-hmm. but if we tap into like, if you're someone who works really hard and you tend to run that pattern of like, I just got to keep going and plowing through, um, and not resting, even when you're feeling tired, where is that coming from? Mm-hmm. Like, where's that energy coming from? What is, um, what's that underlying fear or anxiety that's like causing you to keep pushing? What are we afraid of? Are we afraid of not, um, yeah, not being like, you know, our clients not think liking us or thinking we're effective enough because we haven't put enough. I keep using that example of like putting too much in the program because it's so classic. Um, but we have to like, like just kind of turn inward and feel into what our, what is our personal, reason for why we're, um, going so hard and, and to start to unhook from that. I think like this, as you know, like it gets us to that burnout stage, right? Like Mm -hmm. we then are like piling so much on and we don't know how to stop almost until like the universe stops it for us. What do you think business owners kind of skip over, but they really need in order to prevent the burnouts before we can even get to burnout stage? Mm. It requires a level of intention, first of all, like, like again, slowing down for long enough to look at what is, what are my goals? What do I want? What do I want my life to look like, first of all? Mm. And then how do I design a business around that? And how do I not take on too much, essentially? How do I keep myself from trying to, you know, create more and more offers and try the newest, latest, sexiest marketing strategy um, cause it came across your Facebook feed as like a $27 offer or whatever. Um, you know, how do I like sort of, um, yeah, just be more intentional and strategic about how we spend our time. And a lot of that, you know, I, I teach a lot about business models and, you know, just like, what are the, what are the programs? What are the offers in your business that add up to the amount of money that you make essentially. And there's efficient ways to do that. And there's really inefficient ways to do that. And like the same person can earn a hundred thousand dollars a year running like one program that's, you know, in depth and transformational and higher fee, or you can run like three or four or five programs and run around and be doing a lot more marketing and a lot more work and a lot more delivery. Um, so it's really about, um, you know, figuring out where your energy's at and what you want to create and then designing something that's going to yeah, be more efficient than the kind of trying to do all the things mode right. that a lot of us are in. 
I think when we move towards entrepreneurship, we're automatically like, yeah, I get to finally live the life I want to live, but we forget to design the life that we want to live while stepping into it because you're right. Totally. You, yeah. You get like so bogged down with like, oh, domain names and setting up LLCs <laughs> and right. Like all of the, what you have to do, that it gets really easy then to be spending over 40 hours a week in your business but not really getting anywhere. I absolutely, you're so right. And I, I want to like, okay, first of all, I'm not perfect at this <laughs> full disclosure, right? Like we're, you know, this is always a word, especially, especially for people who are kind of born, you know, like hardworking Capricorns. So, you know, there's, there's, for me, there's this iterative process of, of really learning how to, um, how to build my business and change my business. So it actually fits around my, my life. And, it's, it's, it's like, I have to do it over and over again. I'm actually in a, in a new phase of that right now. Um, I have a two and a half year old and, you know, she's going to go to preschool in the fall, um, you know, at least for a couple of days. And I, it feels like this moment where I just, you know, I want to spend as much time as possible with this little human as I can right now. And, um, so I'm shifting my business around to allow for that. And mm. I'm, I'm drawing even more strict boundaries around like, when am I going to work and not work? Because she's my priority right now. Like she's the most important thing. And, and I need to align my business around the time that I want to spend with my kid. Um, instead of like squeezing her into the cracks at the end of the day when I'm tired, you know, so that's, that's not going to work. And so I, I have to go back and, and redesign and redesign, but I think you nailed it. Like we, we design it from the start, even if you're in like the very beginning of designing your business, like put, put the hours in that you want to work on the days you want to work and, and do that, you know, don't let it take over, um, and practice, practice what it's like to just stop when you said you're going to stop, you know? Oh gosh. And, and that's so hard from home too, because it's not like we have an office closing down on us being like, okay, guys, time to leave clock out now. Like you can find totally. yourself in hustle mode as long as your eyeballs can stand looking at the computer. It's true. It's yes. true. I love what you said about your daughter. And as a mom who had, my girls are a little bit older. Um, I have an 11 and a seven-year-old. I can quickly take myself back to your shoes and that like having a two-year-old and then knowing that, you know, preschooler daycare is coming to give yourself a break. It's fascinating too, because right now you're shifting and a few years from now, you're going to shift again because then when she's going to school, like an all day thing, then that completely changes what happens for you. Your schedule changes again. And then Mm -hmm. you have summers off and you have Christmas breaks. And and I realized for me, like my summers are non-negotiable at this Uh point. Uh I will hustle my butt off, you know, January through May to prepare myself like for summer. Like I almost feel like a bear Uh preparing myself for winter, you know, in the hibernation mode, but that's when my girls are home and I want to be with, I want to be present. So, but you know, being able, that wasn't always the case, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. I was definitely summer and Hey, you guys just still in your electronics. I got to work. And I realized how crummy that was. So Mm -hmm. you're right. Like taking that step back and then just owning the power to shift it because you do have the power. You're your own boss. 
Exactly. Exactly. That's why we're doing this. And it's not like, it's, yeah, there's hard things about being an entrepreneur, but I keep coming back to it because I'm like, I want to, I get to choose. I get to choose when I work and when I play with my daughter and when I have clients and when I don't. And it is, it's so powerful. And people fall into the trap of like thinking they have to work nine to five, just because that's when, when their job job was, but we really have the ultimate freedom to design it. Like you're saying, you just, you're, you've designed your business to take the summers off essentially, or probably have a really light workload. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what we got to do. And, and as our lives change, I mean, that's why we have to not just like slow down once a year at, you know, holiday time, but actually on a regular basis, step back and say, okay, what's shifted in my life? What do I need to change um, as far as my schedule goes or my, you know, how my priorities shifted and how does that reflect in my business? What changes uh-huh. do I need to make? A hundred percent. And I'm sure someone's listening is like, well, Lauren, how do you really take off? You know, like the entire summer. Well, you nailed it. It's not like I'm taking off the entire summer. I definitely lighten my workload. I don't do podcast conversations in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get up early. I mean, my kids sleep in, they're at that age, that glorious age of sleeping in. Oh my God, I cannot wait for that. Oh, it's a good one. (laughs) I'm not even going to downplay it. It's a good good (laughs) one, but I'm an early riser. So therefore I can get up early, get a couple hours of work done where that's, you know, scheduling posts, doing social media, that type of stuff. And then by the time they're up, mom's present, you know? So, so it is, it's not like you're completely out of it. You've just structured your day a little bit differently and set new boundaries for that time period. But I think a lot of people fall into the trap of always feeling busy, but not really being productive. So what do you Mm -hmm. think the real key to productivity is? Oh, that's a great question. I mean, I have two answers. One, I, I think the real key to productivity is being aligned, like doing the work you're here to do. Because when we are aligned with what our purpose, then we can feel the energy like flowing through us and the work is easier, right? Like, I, I mean, who here has felt, you know, really on purpose and like, it's just effortless. You just, you get, you get a lot done and you're focused on what you know is, you know, what you want to be focused on. So things just happen. You know, it's not like you you can, you can't work endlessly like that. Right. But it provides a lot more, um, like natural energy, because if you're, I mean, on the, on the flip side, if you're misaligned, if you're doing work that you don't love, then how does that feel? Right. Like it's crappy. It's draining, you know, misalignment is a total energy drain and alignment is a natural energy source. Ooh. Ooh, that's like, that's a truth bomb right there. (laughs) Mic drop. All right. Conversation done. Just end on a good one. No, but I think you're completely right. Because if you've ever been in a job where you, you not even like, sometimes you'll hate the job, but you love your coworkers. And Mm -hmm. then you'll just stay there because of that. Like, oh, but I love the people I work with. Yeah. But you hate your job. It's kind of the same thing in entrepreneurship. Like if you no longer are in love with what you're doing, you then also have the power to pivot into a completely new business. Yeah. Like, yeah. how cool is that? It's really <laughs> cool. It's really cool. I've made a lot of shifts and changes, especially as like conscious evolving humans, right? You, you know, that you, as we grow and change and evolve, then our work is going to naturally change. And we have to pay attention to that and retune back in to the growth that we're that's happening internally so that, again, it can reflect into our business and and remain aligned or get realigned when it's starting to feel off. Mm. Um, And then like the other piece of productivity is like the, 
is that once you're clear and you're aligned, what are the, what are the, what's the strategy and what are your goals, right? Like having an actual plan. I'm not saying that just because we have a plan means we're going to hit every goal and everything's going to go perfectly. Like that's not reality, but we plan so that we have a North star that we're headed toward. And we know that, um, you know, if something comes up along the way, we can make a conscious decision to either, you know, go in a different direction, or we can look and say, you know what, that's actually kind of off from what I said my goal was. And I'm going to say no to that right now and like stick to the, keep my eye on the prize. Um, so it's, it's like alignment and then creating a, a kind of business strategy, a business model and goals that will support your um, alignment. It will support what you want for your life. How often do you think we need to revisit that strategy for our business? I think it depends how, how things are going. I mean, when I think when things get crunchy and it's not feeling good, then it's like a clear, obvious time to, to take a step back. Mm -hmm. And what people tend to do is just work harder because it's not working. And, you know, the, the, maybe the money's not coming in as quickly. So you're kind of working harder to make it work. Um, and it's kind and it kind of gets worse. And it feels really edgy to take the break because, you know, you're like, oh, I got to go and earn money. But those are the moments when you, you, you need to take the step back to find the wisdom that you're not going to find when you're like just sitting in front of your computer screen trying to figure something out. Um, yeah. The wisdom comes when you, you take that walk outside and you're like, oh, right. The river's flowing. I just got to flow with it or whatever it is, right? Whatever the yeah. lesson is that nature is going to give you in that moment. Or, you know, however you're going to zone out and, and take yourself away from, from figuring it out mode. So, I mean, really anytime when things are feeling crunchy is a great time to do that. Um, you know, I, I generally, like I have a, I'm on a quarterly retreat system with my clients. So like people who join my programs, like every three months we have, you know, one to three days of retreat time to, to recalibrate. And I mean, I think that's ideal. I, I mean, I, part of the reason I, people sign up to work with me is to like carve that out and put it on the calendar. Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to do that on your own, you know, right. and it's um, for business. Hey, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, and, and then, and you know, if you can't do it that frequently, sometimes it's just a morning. Like if you can take a morning every quarter for big picture, how's, how are my goals going? How am I feeling? What do I, what am I loving about my business? What am I hating about my business? What do I need to change? Where do I need more support? Uh, you know, what, where do I need to change my schedule and close up some, some time leaks and some, some energy leaks, just checking in with how things are feeling. And is it still feeling good and aligned? What changes do I need to make? You don't necessarily need a three-day retreat to do that, but, um, you know, touching in re regularly is great. And I mean, look, I, I, I reprioritize constantly. I'm like, I have my like asana open with my to-do list and, you know, I'm, I'm looking at, how do I plan my day and what's, you know, what's most important on a very regular basis. So, um, Ooh. I'm doing it in a small way, you know, almost every day. Yeah. How do you continue to give yourself grace on those days? Like when you're not hitting everything that you've set out to do? Um, I've just stopped beating myself up about that after so many years of it becoming the norm that I don't finish every single thing that I set out to do in a day. <laughs> I just don't, I just don't make myself wrong for it anymore. I think that I plan and I do the best I can to, to do the most important thing. And 
I have compassion for myself. And in particular, you know, I, I have a small child, like I was saying, I have a chronic illness that, you know, flares up sometimes. I, and then we're all dealing with this crazy ass pandemic, you know, it's like, we have to be, I mean, I think the most important quality of, of being a business owner is self-compassion. This is like, it's not easy to do what we're doing. Yeah. You're so right. And, and to just have that compassion towards self, because it's really easy. We have the compassion towards other people, like almost effortlessly, but when it comes back to self, like the struggle, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of people listening are probably wondering how you just keep it all together and continue to achieve. So how do you balance work and your personal life? Or really, what does balance even mean? (laughs) Um, How do I balance it? Well, again, I'm not, I'm, this is, this is like life's work for me. Right. And I, I, I've gotten way better at it over time, um, but it's not perfect. It's like, I, and, and part of it is just being okay with the days and the phases when I'm not as on it. And when things are harder and I've had a lot of that this last year, you know, because of just because of the pandemic and life right now. And um, not having like other extra childcare and all these things. And, you know, we go just like the seasons, our businesses go through phases too. So we're not always going to be in in the productive mode. We're going to have winters in our businesses too. And we're going to have spring times when we're getting something new started. And so there's, you know, first of all, it's just a recognition that balance is something that happens over a way longer period of time than one day. So, you know, if we don't do the exercise every day, it's like, yeah, fine. If you're like, if you don't, you know, that that's where we have to be easier on ourselves and, you know, again, have the intentions and do the best that we can, but know that we're going to have, um, some busy weeks and maybe there's going to be a few really busy months. And that after that, you know, take the time to slow down and take the week off or whatever you need to do to, to replenish yourself and nourish yourself. So, um, for me, it's like, I'm just sort of, it's sort of more of a long game. You know, I'm in a busy period right now and I'm stepping way back in the spring to take more time, um, with my daughter and, and, you know, like kind of how you're doing in the summer. Right. It's just, I I don't think about it as on like a daily basis as much as I do as, you know, maybe monthly or over the course of a year. Right. Yeah. I, and I think that's so, well, one, it's special. I love that you're taking the time to do this with her because so many times just in parenting, we can just, we can, we can, our kids can fall through the crack because we get so focused, especially as business owners. Ooh, working from home like that. It's a balance, like, and it like mm-hmm. always like a, a give and pull. So I love that you're doing that. All right. But I have one mm-hmm. more question. You had kind of brought up that when you're sitting behind your TV mm-hmm. or your computer screen and like, you're just hitting your head, like nothing's happening. You mentioned when you go outside, right? Like, have you found that with your clients when they get away from mm-hmm. behind their screen, maybe like they're stuck on an idea, don't know how to move forward that by being outside, like it just opens it up for them. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh. Absolutely. I mean, for myself too, it's like that you know, that, that moment when you, when it's just like getting so hard and it feels like a slog, even like 10 minutes, you know, even a 10 minute walk outside can totally shift, totally shift the energy. Um, and I actually build in, you know, to a lot of, you know, if I'm having clients 
you know, go and do some kind of like homework around, you know, clarifying their, their framework or their offer or, and they're getting stuck on it. I build in these little kind of um, nature exercises into all the modules. So it's like, okay, so if you're feeling stuck, go and do this exercise outside, clear your head, do this like journaling exercise, and then come back to this process with a fresh, you know, a fresh mind and heart to, and, and, and the answers come more easily when you, when you take those kind of breaks. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Like there's like little mindful moments to just pause. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pause. I yeah. love that. Julie, I know you have so much more to offer. Where can our audience go to connect with you further? You can go to my website, juliewoltcoaching.com. And I have a fun little quiz there that helps people um, understand their, their entrepreneur type and how that relates actually to um, their time and energy, time, energy, time and energy and money leaks. So I talk a lot about boundary. We didn't get to the whole boundaries conversation, but um, about having good boundaries in your business. And so the the quiz tells you, you know, kind of where you're, um, where you might be leaking energy and time and money in your business. Oh. Um, so that's one thing. And then I'm also on Instagram. So Julie C. Wolk on Instagram and you can find me over there too. Oh, that quiz sounds really fun. I like finding all those things out. I'll have to take it myself and I'll be sure to link it in this week's episode notes so that our audience can find it quickly. But Julie, you are a ray of light. I love the work you're doing in the world and the way that you're showing up. Thank you so much for being a world shifter. Oh, you're so welcome. Thanks so much for having me. It was really fun speaking with you. I love how Julie honors herself and encourages others to do the same. I've linked Julie's website and social channels on this week's episode notes found on mindbizlife.com. And while you're busy connecting with Julie, be sure we're connected too. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all at mindbizlife. I'll see you back here on Friday for an episode of Fuel Your Life Friday. But until then, remember, every level of life is an opportunity to grow. Be well, my friend.